Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. We are going to talk about a marathon, all right? And we've talked we talked about it earlier, the Lukenya Marathon 2023 running against climate change, joined by two guests. One is Sylvia Kasanga, our friend, former nominated senator and now also serving as chairperson of the Board of Trustees of Lukenya University. And we are also joined by, like I said earlier, royalty. We have with us in the studio Tegla Lorupe, who is a former world marathon champion. She's the founder and president of the Tegla Lorupe Peace Foundation. She is here with us in the studio. Let's start with you, Sylvia. Good morning. Good morning, How everyone. Are you? <laughs> I'm happy to be here. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> You're keeping well? Yes, I am. Sorry about the hugging and everything. No, no, I was just no, getting no. excited. Hugging is good. Hugging is good. <laughs> Good, 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 good. Yes. I'm happy All to be time. here. Karibu sana. Asante sana. It's good to have you here. Yes. To talk about the Lukenya Marathon. Important things, yes. And thank you for bringing uh, Tegla here. Yes. Tegla and Rupe, <laughs> good morning. Good morning to you. Karibu sana to Kenya's biggest conversation. Sunday. Tegla, you are a former world marathon champion. You've done a lot in terms of promoting peace in the country. You founded the Tegla Larupe Peace Foundation. It's been doing a lot of work in promoting peace. How much work are you now currently doing in, with the foundation? I think when we talk about work, mm. uh, <laughs> it's very difficult to measure. But there are very many things that you're yeah, doing. Yes. In, in the name that we have, uh, it's Tegla Larupe HSC, Head of State Commendation. Is that the highest state commendation that you have? I really don't know. <laughs> Have they ever called you for anything else? <laughs> every every award is important. Mm. Yeah. No, 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 no. But there are more that are more important for people like you. So we want to talk about running against climate change in the Lukenya Marathon 2023. Sylvia, introduce us to the Lukenya University and then the Lukenya Marathon. All right. Thank you so much. Lukenya University is situated in Makoweni County, yes, down in Kibwezi East constituency, right next to the Savo East National Park. So KWS is a good uh, key stakeholder of ours because we are down there. We are right at the Athe River. We are an all residential campus. Everybody lives in the campus. Uh, that's both faculty, students, non-teaching staff, Oh, it's a non-for-profit university run by a trust of which I am the chairperson of the trustees. Fully chartered. We got our charter last year before the president uh, Uhuru Kenyatta retired. We were amongst a, a lot of about seven, eight universities that got their charters in the last round. So mm. we are fully chartered now. We have a focus on uh, dryland agriculture. We want to look at the Asal region and we want to see how we can empower our young people to make livelihoods out of this region. So we are big on climate change, ecology, environment, sustainable agricultural practices, food production, value addition. Those are some of the things we are looking into. Mm. And now that we are fully chartered, we want to go full out with renewable energy as well. Today we are having an interesting conversation around that. So we are want to look into that as well because it is indeed the future. We are also very much alive to the fact that Makweni County is one of those regions that has been greatly affected by the drought. And it is because of that we said we need to be intentional about trees. 
we realize trees are life and we shouldn't just talk about planting trees we should talk about growing trees mm. we should look at a, a long term approach towards trees to which everybody in the society is fully fully acclimatized mm. fully understanding fully intentional about growing of trees and i'm just bringing it home and mm. that is why the marathon was a fantastic idea you know i've learned that when you're intentional about things you find partners mm-hmm. in those things that you want to do who work with you so we found some amazing partners when we thought about how can we make this you know publicize this and the idea of the marathon came from two wonderful gentlemen uh, one george wasonga who is very senior in the Taekwondo Association of Kenya and uh, Mr Muswi who's the Athletics Kenya Vice President so we sat together and we said a marathon is a good idea one it will open up the lower eastern the lower makueni region mm. we've been we've been a bit left behind but our governor our new governor mm. is being also very intentional with lower makueni but we thought a marathon would be a fantastic way and working with Athletics Kenya we got to meet wonderful people like Tegla Lorupe they have distinguished themselves in this and beyond just running they hold the portfolios of you know bringing kenyans together for all sorts of various reasons mm. you know because they are so distinguished so we said let's get them to come to lower eastern makueni let's talk about trees but beyond that we also being very intentional we have to raise money we have to get seedlings we have to get farmers who are next to us we have to bring them on board we have to agree which are the type of trees we have to grow they have to be trees that are you know sustainable in the arid region there have to be trees where we have to teach people you can make a value out of these trees you know i have a whole list of them maybe mm. as we continue talking we can discuss about this mm. and because of that now we have brought the marathon the athletes together and there's a good list of athletes we have a lot of other stakeholders who are participating by donations you know by sponsorships others have donated trees lots of trees of 100,000 from one of the organizations we got and you can see everyone wants to participate in such Mm. in such an activity. I mean, e- even as you talk about this, <coughs> and absolutely taking it to other parts of the country where also there have been uh, perennial, you know, takers on of the negative effects of climate change. But is there an understanding? Sure, we can have these political conversations where we talk about, well, you know, the West is the greatest contributor to climate change and we are the least, but then we also have to bear responsibility. There's a lot that's happening in Kenya that can be done uh, that a lot can be done about when you talk about planting trees do you see that there's an inherent understanding about look it's clear that the land is bare and there's no rain and so many things suffer as a result of that so yes we can run but then in terms of changing an attitude or a mindset do you find that this also must be part of uh, what you do yes we have to change the mindsets and that's why we are saying not even just planting trees we are talking about growing trees it's easy to go and dig a hole and put a tree mm-hmm. that is planting that is not growing growing a tree you have to be intentional you have to look at 10 years from now what is this tree going to do you have to realize the value of when i plant a tree today what it will do for the next generation or even I'm old I have a tree to sit under mm-hmm. as opposed to now where we barely have trees to sit under or your goats have nowhere to to eat or, mm-hmm. or you've not even given the earth the nutrients that it needs because we are not planting trees so you're right we have to change the mindsets mm-hmm. of all of us even us here who still claim that only the west is you know is affecting us because you know they are the ones who are doing most of the things and then the third world gets affected but what are we doing about it ourselves how are we inculcating a culture of understanding the importance of a tree and also how to grow a tree and which type of a tree mm-hmm. knowing that a tree is beyond shade it can change your livelihood 
anyone who planted uh, what we call mokau yeah if you it's a hardwood if you planted it 10 years ago right now you'd be reaping benefits of it you could earn money from it mm. it's a hardwood you could be harvesting it and if you could roll it over such that you have periods of which you're planting so at any one time you have these you know sort of like paddocks of trees growing yeah then it can be a source of livelihood mm. for you in the future and at the same time you've saved the earth we've uh, mitigated the effects of climate change in the process so it, you're right it's mm. about a mind shift and a mm. mind change mm. which we must have Tedla, what role has climate change played in conflict, in introducing conflict to communities? Thank you very much. Uh, when we talk about uh, the problem that the uh, conflict areas are facing, also it's, it's in terms of water resources, pasture. Um, when you do not have a lot of uh, rain so and your neighbor have the streams, people tend to bring their animals to the other side and therefore uh, it's you, you share the little water that you have. Maybe I can talk about our, our side of uh, Pokot and uh, Uganda. Mm. So President Museveni has many uh, dams, what you call uh, man-made. Man our people just go, go across and share this water. And uh, every time you go to somebody's uh, house and you do not have something also to offer on your side, I think there is a lot of, uh, there will be also, people will get tired. And again, you come from the other side, you, you cannot come empty-handed. Mm. You might, your children are not always uh, clean, they might come with some, something else. Mm. And therefore, if we, if we have, uh, if we have protected our environment, then, then there will be sufficient of water. Tell us a little bit about your foundation, what it is that led you to think of creating it and also creating it and maybe some of the achievements that you have realized over time. I think many people might think that I'm just somebody coming from Eldoret or Nandi. That's, it took a long time people to understand that I am just that kid from West Bogot. Mm. Mm. And when they talk about West Bogot, they only talk about bandits. And I'm part of that bandits that people talk about it. Mm. And therefore, um, we grew along where when you live in your neighbor, and then you are also leaving the borders. And therefore, we grew up in conflicts. Mm. And every time I see our people, uh, we see in a different way. You people, you might not understand why people are having conflicts. There is also um, negativity for, from media side, whereby people doesn't see the reality of the other person who is suffering. Mm. Always, when you suffer, they say always, this person is a bad person. But as a person that comes from there, you know the reality. So I started running and I wanted only to see that our community at one time, Somebody, somebody comes from that community that will make the, the country to see that the Pokot people are not bad or the market are not bad people or Turkana because these are, we come from the same, same and we have the stereotype. And uh, it happened that I was not only representing Pokot, I represented this country. And also with that name, I have the name the whole world. Mm. And why I stand a different person because there was no one time I was talking negative about our, our country or our continent. Mm. I know every country has their own problems, but you need to, start, to stand as, uh, as a person. But again, I say I need to, I need to use sports. Uh, like my sister talked about uh, bringing marathon in, in, in her place, so that when you bring other people, they will come and understand. And I was able to enjoy the support of the late uh, Kibaki. 
because they realize when somebody is struggling alone, we need to see that those who are talking about peace has to be supported across Uganda. The president of Uganda, Museveni, asked me to go to Moroto, of which we had also to go with a with few of the uh, people from the Kenya government. So I I started this uh, foundation not for business like people might think, but to change the life of our people. And uh, we have changed. We have disarmed many lives of those they call reformed warriors. And, and now, of course, I'm sorry to say that now people they have already uh, disengaged that unity because of not respecting what we did. We disarmed the people and some people, some youths went to school, some started their own businesses. And then there is a lot of uh, good, uh, good uh, MOU with the uh, with the public and the, and the, and our security forces. Well, and then I know education was the worst thing that our people did not have. And that's when I started to create the Peace and uh, Peace Academy Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you started the foundation and you're talking of education, what would you say? How many schools? Were they, roughly speaking, and how many have been built since you started the foundation? Uh, I think we did not have many schools. Our kids were was, was studying under the trees. And uh, when we started the foundation, it also opened the minds of our people. Mm. And many other schools have uh, um, since been Yes. Mm. And you know that when Poco, they have been having a lot of what we call a stigma, a stigma type. So... They realized they need to defend about our, themselves. They, they, they had to fundraise, they had to work. Women have been building schools. Mm. Yes. So it's an entire community um, operation that you brought into the Tecla Lorupe Foundation, promoting, championing peace, championing development, championing, mm. promoting the people from that region to also be given the respect that they deserve which is people, everybody else looking and not removing those stereotypes of, okay, oh, they forgot, you know, they don't have and gone to school, this is what they do. And now people have to start shifting their mindset. Do you think that has worked? Mm. Do you think the perception of everybody else towards the Pokot, the Marraquet, the people in that region has sh- shifted? Maybe one thing I wanted to, 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 uh, to tell you right now that uh, uh, I'm not only dealing in, in our region, the first place that I went to support their kids, uh, the kids are from Tana River, mm-hmm. and that was 2013, mm-hmm. when there was this uh, massacre, massacre in Kelelengwani. Yeah. We were there and we were able to bring 28 kids, and we did not know where to take these kids. Mm-hmm. But we took all the time to waste for good, <coughs> to get a, a better place. And those are 28 kids that we started in our school. So when we talk about the... Uh, Mm, the stigma that people talk about about our 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 area. For me today, I can say that uh, you cannot uh, close the mouths of people, but the results will show the people. Where to go today? We have Doctor uh, uh, Professor Lonyangapu. Mm. We have in Marquette also. We have uh, Markoman, and therefore we also follow those uh, those leaders. And these are the leaders that uh, uh, other people think that these are very bad people. And mm. therefore, Kenya should not live in a, a, a purple uh, mm. dreams. We need it. We need each other. Mm. And therefore, mm. when you don't give opportunities to your own people mm. and you just point fingers, I think uh, you will just bring your bracket to be small. Yeah. And you will be, people will see you as an enemy. Mm. Yeah. Like the proverb says, mm. yeah. let, let the let, 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 look, let's talk about Turkana mm. today. 
you are sending armed forces instead of helping Turkana to get water mm -hmm. from the ground, helping Turkana to get food, helping the Bakut people to get even more roads and get food. These people are more intelligent, but the way they have been seen is difficult. And now we are talking about uh, uh, how to protect our environment. Mm -hmm. Your people are very important that you need one of them mm -hmm. to buy your idea. So I hear you saying, I mean, just from what we're looking at here, then the answers that we're looking for, whether we're talking about defending livelihoods in Kenya, whether we are talking about, you know, contributing towards the environment solution, the answers lie with the people. The answers lie with the people. For example, I'm a sports person. I went to, to visit a mother long time ago, a friend, because I was going to talk to a, a kids in school. And this is a girl from West Bokot. And because of that sports, it took me to, to Okambani. Mm. So today they are generating uh, this marathon and there will be a lot of what we call um, new talents. Will you get the, the ideas in, in, in the city or you get to the people? Mm. And these people, they are your ambassadors. You've got to bring everybody on board. You, and the people who can also help us are the media houses like yourself. Mm. So mm. please don't be afraid to go to the ground and get the real message. Again, when we talk about the environment, you as the people who can also mediate um, between, the, between what the government are talking and the people. And people will listen. For example, if you are going to award a mother, Mm. Because she has done so much. Do you think the neighbor cannot be proud of, uh, mm. of her? Mm. And she, he or he will do the same thing so that he can get supported. Mm. We had uh, a Babuna member talked with uh, Dr. Doreen. There was a kid in uh, Funula. Mm. So this kid is very, very talented, but from poor family. So somebody saw a kid somewhere, and this kid now, she was taken to a school. Why? Because of her talent. Mm. Their sister I took to West Bogot. Well, Baluya and West Bogot is far. Mm. So this is how we can help our environment today. Somebody comes from this side, and it was because of media that made this uh, story to be known. So you also play a big role. Agreed. That is so true. the world-renowned former marathon champion and founder and president of the Tegla Lurupe Peace Foundation is our guest this morning alongside Sylvia Kasanga who's the chair of the board of trustees of the Lukenya University. Mm. We are talking about the Lukenya Marathon 2023. They'll tell us when the marathon is taking place, where exactly the marathon is taking place, how we can participate and sign up for this marathon running against climate change. This is the Situation Room. The only way to start your day. Talking about the Lukenya Marathon 2023 running against climate change. It's also being dubbed the One Million Tree Marathon, taking place on the 25th and the 26th of March. This year, Sylvia Kasanga, Chair of the Board of Trustees of Lukenya University and Tegla Lorupe, former World Marathon Champion, founder and president of the Tegla Lorupe Peace Foundation, are our guests this morning. Sylvia, why two days? Two days. Mm. Day one is for planting trees. Okay. <laughs> yes. We have to plant a lot of trees on that day and all the participants of the marathon each have to plant a tree or two. Mm -hmm. uh, our county government, which is also a key uh, partner and stakeholder, will also be present on the ground to do the same, which is wonderful. And uh, just to pick up on something that Tegla said, and she said so many important things. You know, when our citizens down there in Makweni heard that Tegla is coming and we have our marathon ambassador, Mr. Patrick Macau, who is really one of us from our community, who has also done a lot of work, just like Tekla in the, in the community, mm. because of being empowered by being world class, you know. They've distinguished themselves. When they had these, these uh, 
athletes are coming. It has been easy to mobilize even our farmers uh, for our outreach programs to start training them on growing trees and how to plant trees. And this now lends to what uh, Tegla is saying on the importance of uh, sports, our sportsmen and women, our celebrated sportsmen and women in bringing people together. And that we are so grateful for because it has made our work much easier as well as getting sponsorships very much easier when you use you know you use their name and we are so grateful for their support because of this it has really advanced the cause much faster probably than we would have managed to do by ourselves and then of course media houses as she has said like yourselves have been of great use to to sending the message out wide giving credence to to our cause mm. this is what we need people coming together so that we can move an agenda forward and be intentional about that agenda so it is a two-day affair because number one day one is for planting trees mm. then we spend the night all of us on campus and then we wake up very early in the morning and run because it's makweni you can't run in the middle of the day you have to run very early in the morning so we'll be up at five in the morning to run and uh, we have our brochures here that even give the the different it's a full marathon here we have we have the 42 kilometers we have the 21 kilometer we have the 10 kilometer run we have the five kilometer family run mm. so we are welcoming everybody to join us on that day to enjoy ourselves and we have prize winnings so in, in as much as we have uh, we have uh, marathoners who are experienced, mm. I can tell you our students have been practicing for the last two months. <laughs> they are sure they are going to take one of these prizes because there are some really good prizes. I see uh, the top right prize there. here for the 42 kilometers is half a million shillings. Yes, yeah. The half Absolutely. marathon is 150,000. Yes. And there's even a prize for the 10-kilometer local run. Absolutely. And we will want to celebrate mm. as many people as possible who have finished uh, their course. Mm. So we want to make this a world-class marathon, and we will not only do it this year. This is going to be an annual affair. Our target every year is 200,000 trees. So we are really raising money, 200,000 trees, for the next five years to hit a million trees. Yeah. We'll be happy, of course, to hit the targets sooner. Can I ask what sort of trees you're planning to plant? Yes, yes. We are looking mostly at indigenous. Mm. Because the idea we are in the Asa region, you don't want to grow trees that require a lot of water. I mean, so we are looking at acacias. We are looking at fruit trees that grew very well in, in the Makweni region. Trees like neem that also have, you know, a significant commercial value. You know, I'd spoken about mokau, which is a hardwood which grows very well down there. And the idea is that this is a long-term project. You know, don't grow expecting that, you know, you'll cut it down in a year. It doesn't make sense. It's a, it's a long term. Plus, these trees also add the soil value. You know, they increase the nutrients in the soil, which is also what we want to do. When you come down, and I really want to invite all of you, Kibwezi East, you'll be surprised at how fertile, beautiful it is. And really, it's just that we don't get that much rainfall. And our next step, and we are alive to this, yeah. our next step, even after teaching our farmers and, you know, encouraging them to grow trees, we have to help them with a the source of water. So the governor has been down there to look at how we can help with now water projects. You see, you know the Earth River now, there's a big uh, push to clean the Earth River, and this mm -hmm. we are grateful from the national government. Mm -hmm. And the county governments are all plugging in, Makweni is plugging in. Now Makweni has, in fact, a task force for, for climate change, and part of it is now to look at how do we get you know, sustainable sources of water. So those are the same conversations we are having. Now, because we are able to mobilize our leaders locally, easily now because of the marathon and thanks again to Tegla and, and the other marathoners, we are now talking about how do we make sure we have enough water mm. to grow these trees. It's a conversation that has to go alongside mm. with the different types of trees, uh, city that you're asking, but we are very much alive to the fact that they have to be resilient trees. In Kibwezi, sorry, city, in Kibwezi, 
there's the Kenya Forestry Research Institute. Absolutely, yes. That's right, right there. Yes. And Kefri, of course, has been doing some research work on what kind of trees would do well Absolutely. in your region. Absolutely. Are you getting the seedlings from them? Actually, I should have mentioned they are a key stakeholder. Kefri, you can see they're here. We've actually already partnered with them for sourcing of those trees mm. and helping with the outreach, you know, because we have to go out and monitor our farmers once they start growing. So Kefri is a key stakeholder alongside with the county government. The Environment Ministry are going to participate heavily in this long-term project. So it's not just mm. the tree, there's also the taking care of the mm. tree. This cultural center at Simba, is it in your constituency as well? Yes, Simba is in our constituency. So are they also partnering with you? Calro, not yet, but we are in communication with them. Mm. We are actually been in talks with them, hopefully mm. to sign an MOU sooner than later. Mm. And we've been working closely with them, and not just on uh, trees. We have other projects we want to do with Calro. Mm. But Kefri was specific for this for this marathon because mm. they are the great source of our trees. Like the question Eric asked is what I was going to ask. Yeah. Simba Eva, Simba Eva, Eva. And before you get to Makindu. Yes, know? right here. Yeah. Yes. At uh, this place called Kiboko. Exactly. Yes. Yes, down you know, Kiboko is the beginning of coast. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when you get to Kiboko, your language yeah. changes. Yeah. Even the weather changes. <laughs> looking at this i think this is interesting that this is coming from a center of education yes because if we talk about mindset change oftentimes we say well this is nice but a lot of the people who are having this conversation today are already set in their ways now the vast majority of the population in kenya and also given in this area where we are doing this is of the population that can still be manipulated positively right. and those are people in school in university mm -hmm. so it's interesting that this will take five years or more to do. But then also, I think the question is, how inclusive then is it for those who are in school, then who will then go out and be influencers in wherever they will work, wherever they will play, wherever they will teach, wherever they will learn? How important is it then to make sure that they are also getting this kind of knowledge and understanding? Because we put huge responsibility on them as the change makers of the future. Yeah. Well, are we arming them with the information yeah. that they need? Again, uh, at Lukenya, we are intentional. All our students have to plant trees and take care of trees. It's the first thing they do when they come in as first years, and they have to do it every, every year. So that's one. Number two, all the primary school and secondary schools that are around us, starting with their own Lukenya University Community School and all the other schools around us, these are conversations we are constantly having with them on the environment. We are really big on the environment and we really transformed that place. In fact, when you come, you'll drive 28 kilometers from Mombasa Road in Mutituande. You can come by train, mm -hmm. you get off the SGR and we'll pick you up. It's a 28 kilometer ride and you arrive at a haven of greenness. You won't even believe you're in the middle of Makueni. So we know it is possible. When our students come, even the environment that they study in is enough to change their mindsets on the importance of trees because now you have a cool compound, you have a cool green place. The grass is green there, shockingly. Unlike uh, here in, at the river, you'll be shocked what is happening down there and the possibilities that can happen when people in a community understand the importance mm. of trees. Mm. So we are doing it with our students and with all the other young youngsters who are around the university are benefiting from this together now with our farmers. Mm. So you're right. We have to impact the young people. It is to them that we are focusing so that they can be the ones to continue for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There was a quote by Warren Buffett that someone is sitting under a shade because somebody planted it a long time ago. So it's a, it's a quote on investment, mm. but it lends to what we are really speaking about. And the challenges that we have for climate, you know, our climate adverse effects, 
is because we didn't plant enough trees back then. So now what, what can we do is plant trees now for the future. There are also some African proverbs, city, you should find them on planting of trees, you know. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, you know, the wealth in a community, it brings because the future can have a shade or when you're old, you actually have a shade you can sit on and enjoy your memories and things like that. So really, this is a, an investment for the future and not just for shade, but for food sustainability, for livelihoods. And we really are calling upon everybody to join us in, mm. in this. And, you know, we are happy that the government now has, you know, there's a clear policy on planting 15 million trees and uh, we are plugging really into that. Our county government also has the, the policy on planting trees. Again, we are, pl we are, we are plugging into that. And as a, an institution of higher learning, it's probably easier to mobilize partners because of that. Mm. Yeah, because we have the capacity, you know, to sort of see and roll out a long-term project, which includes training, it includes outreach, it includes, um, you know, going out and troubleshooting where any of our farmers have. And the radius with which we've picked now to start with, we, we intend to expand it wider and wider. Of course, with the help of our key stakeholders. Tekla, the government has talked about, okay, the national government has this clear agenda from the president, we've got to plant trees. In fact, what's the national target? Is it a billion trees, right? And various programs where the president said, no, we have to do this. We are seeing county governments also talking about planting trees. From your own experience, you know, being the person on the ground, what the government says versus what is required to be done, do you see things aligning for the realization of this dream um you know talking is another thing putting mm -hmm. action is another <laughs> thing in this country i've not seen the policy whereby people who are cutting trees for firewood or or uh, charcoal nobody's thinking about what's the point of uh, planting tree while and while, while your left hand is cutting i i felt so sorry when i saw the president the other at the, maybe last two months ago planting trees in uh, in masayini mm -hmm. And uh, all along, you find people just uh, ferrying the maca, charcoal, mm. uh, because he loves forest. He should put a policy, and it has to be followed that there is no burning of charcoal. So, so when you put your energy, it's like when I'm training marathon, for example, I have to know my my mind mm. I cannot say I'm training marathon in the evening I go for disco. <laughs> so you just you just completely destroy what you are building or what you are built. So you have to deny yourself. It's not easy thing mm. but when you deny yourself you are the lesser you will reap the better the better performance. And therefore I ask our president that he should put his uh, sons and those are the, 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 the governors, the ministers or whatever on those whereby they should protect the forest in their in their regions. And they should not be coming to cheat the president mm. that we are we are now we are planting trees, I can plant five thousand, five thousand while you are destroying the trees that was there before. And another regulation is that they should also stop planting trees that that doesn't belong to this uh, to this country. Because you when you bring eucalyptus, it will finish all our water. You go to South Africa, who mm. people who planted uh, these uh, uh, other trees, they do not have uh, uh, nutrient, as mm. my sister said. Mm. Yeah. So what then should be accompanying this policy? So you're saying, yes, let's protect. But remember, Tekla, the people that you see uh, ferrying charcoal and firewood, it's because they need it for energy. 
Or should be there should be another alternative. No, no, my brother, there should be another alternative. I come from uh, a campsite whereby we used to have a lot of forest, and we have a, a, a firewood enough for our uh, our consumption. But my my father and the, the elders who, who who came from that they are no longer there. Mm. They protected those trees, and every time I go home, I had to, to to quarrel with my brothers because I know what my father protected, and we still have cedars. But all of a sudden, these lazy kids plus I can say plus they are politicians because they allowed them. If I am a politician, I will not allow people to uh, to cut to destroy the, the environment. And we are talking about water. Mm. When you go to Europe, I train in Germany. They protect forests. Even though you have 10,000 trees in your farm, like my sister talked about their farm, you are not allowed to cut. You have to go to the government to ask, which tree am I supposed to cut? And the age of a tree, the forest people have to determine this tree must be cut. And by the time you cut, you plant. I just come from Germany. There was a forest where we used to, to run, and then the trees by, by padlock went down. But they planted the trees. So we, we are not honest ourselves. Mm. Yeah. And yet one time you were there where you could not plant, cut down a tree yeah. without, without the chief. Yeah. Uh, and the chief monitoring. Yeah, I, I, I think His Excellency uh, yeah. uh, Dr. Yeah. Ruth, Ruth should keep um, uh, powers to the chiefs. Because mm. those are the chiefs who are staying with the people mm. and they are accountable if, they, if we want to, 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 to support the, the environment. And then water. People are growing along, close to the, to to the, the, rivers. the river. Yes. Mm. They should put that rule mm. if we want to, to save what we are, we are, we are talking about. Mm. And our sports people, we cannot run when we have our environment very bad. Yeah. With our lungs, yeah. we will not perform. We will not be able yeah. to do it. Mm. But then, Senator, because you've wow. been you've been at that point in legislation and oversighting, how can you do this? Strike this balance. It has to be intentional. You know, some of these things we have to be really intentional. And if we mean yeah. if we mean to do them, like Tegla is saying, then we have to do them and do them right. Not do them halfway, half measure. That you're looking at it on one angle and not looking at it. it has to have it has to come full circle. It has to be absolutely intentional. Mm. And we need now the correct ambassadors to run with these things so that they make sure then they are actually done. If it is legislation on trees, then somebody has to champion to the point that she's saying that all areas are covered. That then we are planting trees, we are not affecting our, our shorelines and, you know, mm. our rivers. It's shocking now how our rivers, our riverbeds, I mean, they don't exist. They are not they existing exist anymore. Yeah. And it's something that should cause serious panic. Actually, you're right. From the legislative point of view, you'd now expect a few legislators to really champion, you know, a wholesome uh, solution, policy-wise, legislative-wise. And then, of course, um, what she said, which is monitoring and making sure it is happening on the ground. Because that's the other thing. Mm. We can have beautiful everything, policies, papers written, but nothing is happening on the ground because either the people on the ground are not empowered you know, which they need to be, mm. so they can monitor all these things. But yeah, all said and done, where does the buck stop? Mm. I think it is good that we say, even as citizens, now mm. let us take mm. charge. Let us take charge. Even as we wait for the government to organize itself, put all these places, put things into place, we are citizens. And those who have a ability and they are capable, let them then rally their fellow citizenry. Mm. Let us help our chiefs to also achieve what is best for our community.
as we wait for our leaders to come on board <laughs> to come and board the ship let the ship sail because we are the ones who are suffering we are the ones who our children are suffering you know our marathoners we begin to suffer and then what will happen to us on the on the global stage you know so it is it has to be very intentional but citizens but, but, but now my sister let me intervene mm. uh, we will wait forever it only takes one minute for the president to say this is the law and it is the law yes. and then the rest of the rest of us follow. Will, follow. will follow yeah so it has to come from the top it has to come from the top you know the planting of trees you know we talk about it and sometimes we don't talk enough about why it's so important yeah there's a process called evapotranspiration yeah you see when you have a lot of rain and you have trees trees help regulate that flow of water and then passing it on back into the ground sure. And earth, yeah. we talk about drought and we talk about climate change in relationship with drought. Again, trees help in that as well. Yes. Because when you have trees, this very process that I have mentioned, if the trees are there, the little rain that is there, this process of evaporation, the trees and the leaves also help this process by transferring that into what we now refer to as moisture into the air. Absolutely. So, planting of trees solves many many, many things at the same time. That's right. So, what we took for granted in terms of regular rainfall and all the things we keep talking about as though it was in the past it need not remain in the past that's mm. true no. and and you know city you put it so well and i will dare say mm. beyond even the environment tapping the the water and the moisture back into the earth mm. yeah. i will say about our mental wellness mm. because where there's a tree there's calmness mm. sure. when you sit under a tree there's also mm. calmness your lungs are, are cleared Yeah. There's a calmness. There's also your mental health. I dare say that the less trees we have, <laughs> we are dying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's even, don't, don't even think yeah. it's so far-fetched. It no, is actually direct. I That's why people say they, they feel calmer when they yeah. go into a forest. When you take a walk in Karura, yeah. you what, come what, out yeah. a different person. Absolutely. So we need these trees for our mental wellness as mm. well. And please allow me before Nani you speak, Eric. Yeah. I have to give a shout out to a lady. Her name is Joyce Wamahio. She's with the Public Service Governance and Amkamama Association and they have donated 100,000 trees. And they believe in this cause of growing trees. Great. For all purposes, whether it is livelihoods, whether it is recharging our earth which whose water has evaporated and our you know we are constantly sinking boreholes and the boreholes are reducing because we are not recharging the earth mental wellness and everything they have given 100,000 trees yeah. helping meet our target halfway already for yeah, for the first year it's called the amkamama amkamama association wow. i mean that's that's wonderful and these are the things that we want to hear so absolutely well done well done to them and thank you very much as we're talking about all this kivuito sends a message he says spice as you discuss about climate change this vehicle is coming from makweni they have flowed their cargo daily at city stadium several vehicles each carrying about 20 bags on average of charcoal. Sure. Mm. Yeah. We even saw that it was a political conversation about you know charcoal coming from uh, from Makueni from Kitui and uh, what it that is doing to the environment. So yes, it's a worthy cause that you've launched again the Lukenya University talking about the Lukenya Marathon 2023 running against climate change the 1 million tree marathon taking place on the 25th and the 26th of March. In where at the university itself? at the university in Kibwezi East Makweni 
and I expect to see you guys there. We will be there. All are welcome. You can so register. Leave Nairobi, get to Mchito and Day. Yes, From come. Mchito and Day is about 28 kilometers to Lukanya University. Over. Over. Just over here. We go run, we enjoy the beautiful, pristine environment at Lukanya University. We plant, plant trees. trees. And then we come back. And see the potential of the area. Asante. It has a lot of potential. Sylvia Kasanga is the chair of the Board of Trustees of Lukenya University. And Tegla Lorupe is a former marathon champion and founder and president of the Tegla Lorupe Peace Foundation. And we are saying to Ababu Namwamba, she should get the, which award again in the country? The highest EGH. How about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.